Hello everyone, and welcome to the first episode of People Save the World, a podcast about community leaders inspiring others to make a change. And I am your host, Lizbeth Acosta. Join me as I speak to people of all interests as we speak about what it means to be them. Please help me in welcoming Lekia McFinney, a gospel artist and choir director at the Royal House Chapel International Victory Center, who has been ministering for 19 years and counting. She is a kind, generous soul who has much love and inspiration to offer her community and her listeners. Join us as we speak about what it takes to be a leader, the importance of a strong support system, and how to live a fulfilling life. Wonderful. Thank you. Okay. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Lucky. How do you pronounce it? I apologize. It's okay. It's pronounced Lekia. Lekia. Yeah, the N is silent. Like, yeah. okay. But thank you for having me. I'm actually excited to be here. Today, oh, yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I'm so excited to have you. I love music. And so, like, hearing different music, like, hearing your newest single was really exciting for me, actually. Oh, cool. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So, um, what's... So, you told me you just came back from um, rehearsal. Rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, tell me what's that like? Oh, man. That's that's all my Saturdays. Usually, I uh, start off very early in the morning. I direct a choir as well so um you know just want to make sure you're coming in you have the songs ready everybody's ready and plays the musicians bands you know most of the musicians can be a bit tough but they're mostly guys you know how they behave sometimes <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah you have the songs is set you know you're teaching you want to make sure just things are set in place um some saturdays i have rehearsals maybe for events concerts so mm-hmm. it's usually it's my whole day so it's the whole wow. day yeah wow and what's that like kind of just having like how much of your time does it take up is it just one time a week or no no it takes a lot because wow. the thing is aside from just coming in to just meet and doing the rehearsal you have to prepare before so picking the songs listening to the songs learning sure. the songs and just taking all those times it really affects um what you are doing and how much time you actually put into it so it's not just a one-day thing uh sometimes it can like i said it takes a whole day it takes a lot of my time it really does it can be a full-time job if you let it wow and i know that you started your music journey around nine years old am i correct okay and how did you get into this kind of thing i'm really interested to know because that's really young and seeing you kind of like propel yourself all these years yeah. and making a career out of what you love yeah. all the way from nine years old yeah. i think that's wonderful so how do you do that it was you know when you're younger it's it's you look at some of the things you like and you figure out all right well what am i good at what do i want and for me i like to sing but i was not big on stage sure. i am ter- like i don't like being on stage i get stage for i'm very shy and my mom came in and she was like you know you're gonna join the choir i'm like uh no mom i'm not <laughs> going to join the choir right she was like no yeah you are and um starting off they realized okay you have a you have a nice voice so i was like oh we're gonna use you we're gonna have you singing so we started doing that and just singing at different events singing at different church things functions and as I got a bit older, like around 12, 13, my dad wrote my first song for me. So that was interesting. <laughs> and he wrote out the lyrics. He's like, I, you know, you're always singing other people's songs. I want you to start trying to write your own. Right. And that was sparked that idea. So it's just having the right person push 
mm-hmm. goes a long way. Having the right person push you and knowing what you want to do, like they can see that in you and say that, all right, this is where this is this could be beneficial for you so for my mom that was big and my dad really pushing me in that direction was really big for me as well wow yeah absolutely one crucial part in my podcast actually is kind of getting to know the people around you like i understand how important having Mm -hmm. a strong bond with your community is Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. propel you in the right direction Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think that's wonderful that you have like these very strong very resilient people telling you this is these are your talents yeah and this is what you can do with them yeah so i think that's so cool like your dad um wrote you your first song yeah wow and so how did you start like writing your own songs like how does the songwriting process work for you so actually we i struggled with that song the reason why i struggled because the lyrics weren't mine Mm -hmm. and at that time i sung songs but to actually sit down and think about a medley I, i had never really thought about it in that way sure. so that time i didn't you know i put it aside i'm like all right we're gonna get back to this because it's not working out for me right now mm-hmm. uh but it wasn't until actually a couple of years later my father passed away mm-hmm. when i really thought about it like what am i doing like let me just start writing sure. and for me how it just happens is i actually hear the medley and i'll hear the lyrics and wow. then i write it down and then maybe i'll go back and edit right Mm -hmm. but it always just comes to me straightforward i i know some people write where they write the lyrics and they come back and write the medley it doesn't work for me like Mm -hmm. that so it's always just i'll be there maybe inspired by something and i will have to record it right then and there otherwise i won't remember it so that's how that works with me oh i see so songwriting is kind of this way to release emotion for you and just yeah it's an emotion driven process for you which a lot of my endeavors are actually like i'm really driven by emotion so i'm glad we can connect um on that level your religion christian correct yes yes so wonderful um how so how do you incorporate that into your music like i know that's what drives you and that is where your um self kind of motivation comes from so i'm really interested to hear about that well you know uh it's interesting because a lot of people when they hear me sing they always tell me why don't you do like love songs or you sing for weddings and and the thing is that i i do sing for weddings once in a while they ask me and i sing and i i love theater like i'm a huge theater geek so one day i want to get on broadway just how much i love theater but christian music and just inspirational music in general i think it does something different music is a very powerful source Mm -hmm. and you know we always talk about what you hear you have to put positive vibes and positive vibrations everybody's talking about vibrations now and all these things and Mm -hmm. times too often a lot of our go-to thing even if it's somebody who doesn't like talking to anybody at all what they do is they always listen to music Yes. always listening to music mm. so you're always getting something being spoken into your life whether good or bad sure. something is always being spoken in and for me i i hear and i see enough of negative sure and we need we need more of the positive mm-hmm. and christian music has it goes beyond it just being Christian music. Mm-hmm. Like you just talked about an emotional connection. Like it's it's an emotional connection. It's a mm-hmm. for me it's a it's a relationship. Like my relationship with God and it. I need to be able to speak to Him 
in a way I can't when I'm just talking. You know, there's some songs where you listen to that just has the perfect lyrics. And you're like, why did I think about these before? And you can't even say anything. Like, the lyrics are just there. And that's the same thing. So Christian music allows me to just be able to pour out and pour out what is in my heart and just be positive, inspire, just know that there's a deeper connection it, it keeps you it keeps you grounded knowing that regardless of whatever is around me i always have this thing that i can that's my way of talking to god where it it's just it's just solemn everything can be going crazy but i i i'm at that place where i'm like wow all right so things things do work out right. you know things are okay you know i don't have to work so like Things will be good. Yeah. Things will be good. And that's what it is for me. That's why I do Christian like that. That's why that's my drive. It's just, sure. it's, it's, it's a, it's a positive experience. For that's me. beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. It is. And, and it, I wish more of us, you know, it doesn't even have to be, just get more involved in the positive. And it goes beyond just positive vibrations. We talk about it, you know, we're cutting people off and we're doing this. No, no, it goes beyond that. Because right. you're cutting off people, but if you didn't know what it is about that person made you want to cut them off, mm-hmm. then you're going to keep attracting the same people and you got to keep cutting them off. That's a really good point. Yeah. So you are able to connect with something where you're able to build character. You're able When you know that, all right, I, I really can't do this on my own and I require help and it gives us that stability and fragility to just be fragile and just know that we're being fragile and won't be judged, you know? Yes. So that's, that's, that's it. I know I can go on and on with this. Cause oh, it's passionate please. Yes. We have <laughs> lots of time <laughs> to do so. Yeah. But yeah, that's just, it's big for me. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Like the ideas of being vulnerable to me is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that you find that in a career. So when I think about um, like something I love and something that de-stresses me because I see that's what music does for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I find it I hmm, like trying to combine both work and like relaxation is really it's a it's different. Hard. Yeah, for sure. It's very different and hard for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, how do you manage? Like, how did you think, like, yes, spending a lot of hours on this, like, even, like, as you mentioned, like, sometimes it's stressful. Mm-hmm. How, n- like, how do you merge those things together in a successful way? I'm sh- have you ever heard that phrase that they say, um, when somebody is doing what they love, they're not working? Yes, I okay. have. Okay. <laughs> That's just it. Like, when, I mean, when you are just enjoying what you love and i don't know what if it is for podcasting for you or whatever else that you do to Mm -hmm. de-stress but you don't you don't look at it as work what happens is you are literally just enjoying what you love i've had some of the most and we talk about vulnerability um vulnerability (laughs) oh no because i've been singing all day i'm tired right (laughs) but we talk about it and the the truth is our ability to (laughs) 
we can't always be vulnerable with everyone. Oh, we no, can't always, right. and we always like I can speak for myself. Sometimes I can. Not everybody. I have that. Always have that wall up and I'm ready. And you think when you're in a space where you can be yourself, and even if I'm not singing, right, mm-hmm. but just listening to it, you're just sitting down, you're relaxing, and you're just listening to it, can be some of the most therapeutic things that can happen i remember some of my the very first mental break that i had it was crazy i was it wasn't that crazy i thought it was crazy but it wasn't i was walking Mm -hmm. from school it was in high school and i don't remember the situations that happened at this time but i was so overwhelmed and i'm walking back from school and tears were just dripping down my eyes oh wow and the whole time i was singing a song Mm mm-hmm and I was just like, and I couldn't get this song out of my head. And I was just singing. I was just like, wow. Like, it was after I sat back and I sat down. I'm like, hun, you just went through your whole, like, you just had a mental breakdown, but you went through a healing as well in the process. Sure. And I mean, like I said, when you do what you love and you're doing it as a career, like it, you can't. It, it balances out. It balances out. And if we find more time to do what we love, not mm-hmm. what society says, not what people push us to do, mm-hmm. but do what we love, like literally everybody will do a little bit of everything and they take care of everything else because then now I'm not trying to do somebody else's job. You know what right. I mean? Because yeah. we try too much to do people's things. But that's that's why for me, it, it's, or it's a, it's mo- it goes beyond just the fact that I sing it listening to it meditating mm-hmm. and just letting it just sink in and, and be become a part of who i am sure has definitely shaped that so stressors when i look at it it doesn't really it comes and it goes and you're like ah okay tired today but i could do a whole day without eating at rehearsal and i think about it after like oh yeah wow. i'm hungry <laughs> you know when i'm done with rehearsal yeah. like literally that's how it is for me so wow i think it's a blessing that i have that opportunity wow i think that's so beautiful you kind of find like this uh, this escape in your passion and yeah you really just go hours without eating and you're like oh i I didn't even notice yeah i do like um sometimes when i have concert i when i organize my concerts i mean from morning it literally will start like the night before like i had uh, my major concert in uh october november november last Mm -hmm. year and um the fact that from this Friday all the way through, because my mind was so caught, like, I it hit me after the concert was over, like, girl, you are exhausted. Like, you wow. haven't really, like, people had to, like, force me, have you eaten, like, you got to make sure, because wow. my mind is so caught, like, I'm, I'm going and I'm going and I'm going. Mm-hmm. And then once I'm no longer there, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe I should eat something. You know, right. Maybe I should do this. But that's what that's what happens when you, like I said, you do what you love and you're passionate about it. It, it becomes it engulfs you in a good way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And does that happen often? Like, like that lack of self care because you're just so into whatever you're doing. Um, <laughs> I would like to say it does, but it doesn't. Okay. Um, because what happens is especially because of the field that I'm in, right? So self-care mm-hmm. is important. Yes. Very important. Um, a lot of things affect vocals. A lot of things affect your ability to yes. perform. So people don't know, like lack of sleep, oh my goodness. 
you can hear my voice is a bit hoarse because like i said i've been i didn't really sleep yesterday and i've been um wow. rehearsing all through but lack of sleep affects stress affects you tremendously absolutely so when as a singer or as a vocalist or as a performer when you have to go back and back back and forth like back to back to back and you're not taking care of yourself you don't help yourself and you end up burning sure. out and you hear a lot of people go through and you know oh i started this but i, I it gets to that point oh, i don't know if i can sustain it mm -hmm. so it's essential self-care is very important and you know you have a public image right so i'm always f great be yourself um and go out there and just be you but it's mm -hmm. also very very important to present yourself the best way possible because we, we forget sometimes that in being ourselves we're not receiving ourselves other people are receiving you yeah so your first expression makes a big difference oh yes yes absolutely. so i'm always it's one of those things i'm like ah, okay you know you 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 have to have a balance always have to have a balance and for me i found a good balance so sometimes yes i will go straight through and i'm just boom 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 and then it's like oh you've gone too far sit down sure. relax take it easy and just recoup and, and get back into it so right yeah. i like that idea of like kind of you have to balance between being like showing your whole self to the world and like you know yes. the good public image because as a singer you know you have to attract an audience yes. and make sure yeah how do you that's so interesting how do you find that balance of vulnerability and like a good public image in your work like your music so i think the thing that makes it different a lot from a lot of secular i mean uh, it's christian artists anyway right because that's the field i'm in that i can pay attention to and kind of compare a lot of things that mm -hmm. make it different is we connect more mm -hmm. there's an expectation to connect to your audience and be honest whereby as a secular artist right i can have terrible relationships but write great love songs sure and i'll just go out there and write <laughs> singing you're like yes this song hits me right <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't really i mean but i could be struggling with having really good relationships and i but okay. it's just i'm good at writing those things right. i think like for example i'll take tupac tupac was one that was very well respected because they people feel a lot that he connected to the audience yeah he actually lived the lifestyle that he was writing about and that's the thing that makes christian artists very it's very important so as as an art like as a christian singer you're not speaking just your message i'm not i can't come up and lie to you like i can't i can't tell sure. you that oh people do it but doesn't mean that you can always tell so like i can't mm -hmm. come up and say i'll uh, say for example you know god is good or something because that's what we always say right sure. so I was, i'm singing a song and i'm trying to tell you how good god is mm -hmm. but behind the scenes i'm like yo i'm about to walk away from this this ain't about sure. this isn't okay. it and the thing is when you're in that atmosphere people sense it it's it's so mm -hmm. like you you sing into a christian audience or a believing audience or like it's so much different because they can they can grasp hold of that and they don't and they don't connect and sure. then now you just become a voice without real any passion behind it so mm. as a as a singer or as a christian artist one of the things that i've learned is there's a time for everything like so what parts sure. can i share what things am I strong enough to be able to share? Mm 
even things that you're not even strong enough to be able to share sure. but like i said i use music as my therapy so how is it can i use this to be able to heal so you asked about getting the balance is being able to know yourself sure. you have to really Absolutely. know who you are you have to know what you stand for you have to know what you're capable of doing and what you're not capable of doing because like I said, if you're going out and you're trying to present something that you're not, you end up hurting yourself. Right. And then at mm. the same time, people people recognize it and you, that's how your career just, it just goes. It goes just down the drain because people can sense it. But having that time, I spend a lot of time, you know, studying, reading, and, and people may not think about this much, but as, an, as a Christian artist, spend a lot of time reading and studying the word and just kind of getting connected with the God. Because if I'm trying mm -hmm. to tell people about something, if I'm trying to tell you that, okay, there's faith, there's love, there's peace in God and all this, then I, it needs to show in my life. I can't be a mess. Oh, yeah. And then I'm trying to tell you how to get healed. Like, it doesn't make sense. You know, I can't try to teach you how to make a million dollars because, girl, I ain't got a million dollars. <laughs> now, if I got a million dollars, I will, <laughs> I will happily share. You Absolutely. know, it's the same concept. So when I'm working, I'm trying to get, when I've gotten to the million dollars and you ask me, girl, how did you make it? I said, let me tell you, I did not spend money on clothes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. you know, but it's one of those things. So it's understanding who you are, understanding what you represent and really, really taking the, taking the time to really know your identity and know, like, I can't stress it enough, know who you are and why you're doing what you're doing. Absolutely. Yes. My mom actually has a saying. It goes, it has to do with what you said. It basically says that people have to offer what they have inside of themselves. Yes. So yes. if you're being treated negatively by someone, mm -hmm. it's because that's what they have inside of their heart mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. don't take it personally. Mm -hmm. So I like that idea of you saying like, oh, what you have inside of you is what you have to offer. You, I mean, you're literally, your mom is right on the money. I, it's like as though she's at my rehearsals because those are literally <laughs> the same words I do. I tell them wow. all the time. When people are leading and when people are singing, I always tell them, like, you can only give out what you have. Mm -hmm. And people will know that people can't connect in emptiness. So if you don't have this, you can't dish it out, you know. And mm -hmm. it, like literally verbatim, your mom was definitely wow. saying in my rehearsals. Wow. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, yeah, and part of having like what you have to offer to people has to do with, you know, the the things you study, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. You mentioned Tupac er earlier. So mm -hmm. I want to know what are your inspirations like in music or yes, you read the Bible, things like that. So so mu musically I love different genres of music because the thing is, music is repeated, right? There's no chord mm. that is invented. If anybody came and told you they invented a chord, they're lying. Because it's <laughs> all been out there. We've done it before. And, right. but when you listen to these, some of these great, I mean, like for me, lyrically, I am, I, lyrically, Tupac is phenomenal. Like I, I read some of these, I'm like, dang. How, man, I wish I knew how to <laughs> like write like I write but day yeah. they took it to another level mm -hmm. so you read some people that just know how to really get it out and and you listen to people that have just they have their stories to share mm -hmm. and their stories are what resonates because songs are stories being told right mm -hmm. stories are what resonates and from some of R&B some of 
um like i said theater because i love theater <laughs> the complexity of the song so sometimes when i write i think musically i get too excited and I try to be too complex today i'm like well you gotta sit down and chill <laughs> you're not there yet but um okay. You know, so even some of the more um, R&B and so I love old school. So mm. old school music also is very inspiring. I mean, listening to different things and just paying attention to the world around you. You don't get inspirations always too from listening for to things. Sometimes it's reading. Sometimes yeah. you just see something and you're like, wow, this yeah. is crazy. Like you ever been driving down and you look at a sunset and it's just breathtaking. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you say, like, man. And in my my thought process, be like, man, God, you you did a good job creating. Like, <laughs> you right. were you were on your A game when you were doing what you were doing, you know. So it's it's like that. You look at different things and you see the things that are out there. Just open your eyes, open your heart, and mm-hmm. just ready to be creative, you know. And every everything will inspire you. It's not just one thing that will set the pace. No, no, no. There's too many things out there for it to just be one thing. Absolutely. Yeah. You have a great point with that. Um, yeah, inspiration is found everywhere. Like even like not necessarily just making music, just any kind of art form. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can really translate any kind of art form to mm-hmm. whatever you like. Mm-hmm. Like one example, like I'd give out for this. Like for me, I'm more of a visual artist. Mm-hmm. And so in my free time, I like to paint. I like to draw things mm-hmm. like that. And so sometimes I like to listen to music and kind of see what kind of colors and what mm-hmm. kind of strokes it would like create yeah like it's interesting to see how art is translated in that way and i like like your idea like yes you can find beauty in a sunset and you can talk about it but you can also paint it you can also dance about it Mm -hmm. like anything really in the arts is possible which is so so amazing to me really and i I mean some really really good things you said there i even the the aspect of visualizing the art and or visualizing the song and and painting see i'm not a painter so i Mm -hmm. i would can only imagine how you would see it and think about the strokes but the funny thing is art is one of those things too that goes beyond just inspiring other genres of art even Mm -hmm. in the non-art world like mathematics and things like that like mathematics all these things philosophy are all inspired by some form of art and we don't think Mm -hmm. about it but think about i mean when you have computers coming up it's an algorithm they're using Mm -hmm. and algorithms are just it like it all connects in one way or another so it's it's kind of really really cool i mean think about geometry like we use geometric shapes and everything you know um and we don't even notice that it's it's part of art you know but yeah it's really cool absolutely yeah i love just looking at just to go on a tangent i just love looking at architecture and kind of seeing well what Mm. is the math that took to take this like architects are really interesting to me only because you know they mesh those two things together and now join me for a very quick and special ad break presented by yours truly lekian mcfinney I do. Yes, please, please tell us about it. I love interior decoration. Oh, Oh, my goodness. So the funny thing is, like, it's always us creative people, right? That we always tend to go pick up careers that require decoration. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, for me, a space is your canvas for you to do what you want with it. So because I can't 
paint. I can't draw. I will decorate your space for you. And I love it. Some of the joys that you get. I mean, one of the persons, uh, home that I decorated, this woman is in her thirties, has two kids, Mm. has always been moving around and had never put anything on any wall that she has ever had. And she hired me to come in and just touch her space. And for me to decorate the space for her, this woman, she started crying. She said, in all my years, this is the first time that I've actually felt like I've put roots somewhere, that I've actually settled somewhere that is my own. And we don't think about these things and how much it actually affects people. Like, that's why I say, everything you do, you don't know how, who it affects and how. And I love decorating. I really do. The name of my business is called Humble Abode Designs. And so I do that as well. And music but i love decorating i love designing spaces i love bringing people into their own space you know to their own humble abode whether it's a large humble abode or a small humble abode but um it's yours you know you do with it how you want it and i'm here to help do that because not everybody can pick out colors and do all these things and oh yeah for sure um i think about the psychology of a space a Mm. lot actually like now that I just finished the college um, application process, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm touring schools. I'm looking at what they have to offer. I'm looking at where I can go really to de-stress, mm-hmm. where I can go to do my best work in the mm. least amount of time. Mm. And so when I think of that, I always think of a psychology of a space. Like where can I be? to exert the best energy that Mm. i have inside of me Mm. so like thinking about my own home really i always try to bring in the most positive most calm energies as possible because i understand how important having a stable calm home is at least to me it's essential it's very essential so just having that environment and having even the colors like thinking it makes a difference exactly thinking all the way down to the color to the structure of the space yes like everything like furniture is very important yes yes and you even bring in the structure and the psychology the funny thing is like um whenever anybody comes to visit me one of the biggest things they're like it feels so much like home here Mm. and you don't even need a million things in your house for it to feel like home absolutely not but the biggest and number one thing to even interior decorating that people don't really realize it's cleanliness like i am not downing anyone that you know likes to be expressive with how they leave their things around sure. but cleanliness definitely is i will always say is the n- biggest part of interior decorating because it creates a space where you can see you can know what you you're now able to know and visualize and think freely you know and then you talk about color and you talk about just having that homey feel it's essential. So, and that that's what we're hel- here to do. That's what I'm here to do is to help those who may not be able to translate that into their space. I help. So with the picking out of colors, artwork, furniture, layout of a space, very essential, you know, and I, I love doing it. It's, it's another way of expressing art. Yeah, know? absolutely. Since we recently moved, actually, we were, we have like 
decorating the space is a very recent thought and so we just completed it and so like yes it's really important to us thank you very much yes so um um in the the summer actually i had a lot of opportunities to learn about interior decorating so it's really great that you're here um so i want to know what is your style so my listeners can know so i've actually been thinking about this uh because and i said i've been thinking about it because you know there's certain things that just gravitate to you but then as a designer you see certain things that it's just like wow i so for me, I'm more of a modern minimalist. Mm, me too. Like, I love that clean, crisp look of things and the greenery and just, I like it a lot. And um, granted, you know, different phases in our lives calls for different things, but I do for love sure. that. And I do like the um, rust, the luxe look. So industrial luxe look. So like, mm-hmm. you know, the brick exposed brick like my apartment Ooh, has exposed bricks yes. and i love that look and that new york style like you walk in because you can de- it's an open space it's an open concept it's unique because it's not generally ideal to what people think when you walk into a loft and but it gives you the ability to just make it your own right so yes. that's what those are my two favorites that wow. i personally i love but then again you know as a designer you see different things you're like ah this is awesome. <laughs> I want this house too. You know, I'm going to do this. Oh one. my gosh. I know. Yeah. There's inspiration everywhere. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But no, that's cool. You're really involved both in the auditory arts and like visual. Like yeah. that's really cool. Right. So if you love the arts and love having a comfortable space, I suggest you check her out at Humble Abode Designs or HAD Home. What are your driving philosophies in life? What, like, what leads your life? Like, are are there any mottos that you have in your life that you have or mantras or actions that you do that really characterize you as a person other than, um, of course, singing? Definitely. For me, it's always, you always ask, right? So there's always a, a purpose for everything. I think everything has a purpose. And there's nothing that stands on its own, right? Even a bottle of water, it takes a collective of atoms for it to form the water mm-hmm. and atoms for it to form the bottle that holds the water. If the bottle was not there, the water wouldn't be able to sustain. Mm-hmm. And if the water was not there, the bottle we didn't have anything to be put in there. And it, for me, it's how I look at the world. That's mm-hmm. how I try to live my life. What's my purpose in somebody's life? Like how, mm-hmm. why am I here? I know other people are here in my life for a specific reason, because I always think everybody's inter- interconnected. And w- mm-hmm. things that we go through, things that we struggle with, things that we're excited about, things that we experience, that's why we have the ability to share those experiences believe it or not is to be able to help somebody one way or another because Mm. you can be going through something now and your friend is cool but then a few months later they're going through the same thing girl let me tell you what i did (laughs) you know and we share these experiences and we share these things and it builds a community Mm -hmm. so for me it's always what's my purpose and 
how do I affect change in other people? Not necessarily like a huge change, but something as in just in the most minute way. Like you're walking past somebody, you see someone, oh, hi, how are you? I like your outfit. Mm -hmm. Something simple like that, it affects them drastically. Some people Mm -hmm. can look at it like, oh, wow. You know, I, I bought I bought this thing. I was struggling, you know. Or maybe like they they don't like something so simple. So for me, one of the biggest things that I follow is what's my purpose and how do I affect other people with it. What mm-hmm. are the kind of things that I say to people? Because it it makes a difference as to how we work with each other. Otherwise, I'm going to keep creating unhealthy relationships and creating unhealthy people i mean in in my little way right sure. obviously i'm not creating people but you know what i mean <laughs> so that's that's just it for me i mean i guess it can goes back to you know love one another as you love yourself type of a deal but it, it really it really it goes a long way for sure yeah yeah and just thinking about your own goal in life i'd like to know what is your goal in creating um your music just like um as outreach in general i just want people to be free Hmm. just be free the drive for it and the purpose it's not about making money it's not about being world famous and this and while all those things have their upsides but i believe when you've been given a gift it's not necessarily for just you a gift is meant to be shared that's why you give people mm-hmm. gifts they're meant to be shared and i want people to have the ability to just be free be yourself be vulnerable be free like it doesn't matter where it's at. it doesn't matter what the reason like i when people leave one of my concerts or leave one of my events or leave like I want them to have that feeling of freedom from whatever it is can be mental things that we're struggling with can be physical who knows right just Mm -hmm. be free and that's that's the biggest drive that's the biggest thing I want to take away from like from my music that's the biggest thing I want to impact I want people to be impacted by it just just be free that's beautiful yeah Thank you. Yeah, I think that's really sustainable, actually, because when you think about other careers that aren't in the arts, like, I'm not sure, just anything that's not in the arts. Some people have very specific goals, like, oh, if I do this in my career, then I'll be happy. But you, but the ability to connect to other people is something that can forever be used over and over again. Mm -hmm. It can be done more than once. Mm -hmm. And so having this goal really that's very sustainable i think that's great and you've been doing it for so long and i can see how ludicrous it is and how you know how effective really it is yeah thank you yeah it's it's definitely um it's just definitely one of those things because like i said we all have a gift for a reason and Mm. just like i know that people and things have also put into my life you have to be able to give out that's the only way you have room for more things otherwise mm-hmm. you continue holding on eventually you run out of room so <laughs> i have to be able to give out something and and just people to have that ability i mean with this day and age with so much that's going on with social media and people trying to be this and trying to be that and just sure. holding on to this facade of a lifestyle or holding on to this facade of identity like people don't know who they are mm. you know and c- 
come to a space where literally like you're just yourself like you're literally just yourself you can come in any way and be able to create being able to create that atmosphere for me is monumental it it means a lot to me it means a lot to me and and life should be an experience you know Mm -hmm. it should be an experience and unfortunately life is not so much as an experience as it needs to be as nowadays it's not as much of an experience but it's supposed to be an experience yes i completely agree and how do you um how do you turn this energy into an environment for the rest of the people in your choir you just gotta you have to be authentic Mm -hmm. like it goes back to it like i can't give out what i'm not Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot of time with me being personal, taking a lot of personal time, taking a lot of time to study, take a lot of time to do what watch movie. Like just take time for yourself to be able to recoup, to be able to know what it is you're going to give out, to be able to know yourself. So when I get into that environment and I say to them, when you're singing or when you're ministering, sing like this or minister like this or let the song minister to you. Mm-hmm. Because I have a track record to back it up that, yeah, what she's been doing has been successful. Mm-hmm. So they're they're more willing to take in because I, I'm telling you what I've done. So if you like what you see, if you like the atmosphere that's being created, this is how I got the atmosphere. And right. That's that's the only that's the only way I can tell you. I can't come up with something else that I haven't done, you know. So it's being authentic to yourself allows you to be authentic to others, allows you to be authentic to the atmosphere environment you're trying to set. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah so yes, like giving out what you have inside is very important. And like I think I can trace this back kind of to your roots. That's kind of how I like to think about the world, like mm-hmm. really psychologically. Mm-hmm. And I'd kind of want I'd want to go back, um, kind of specifically talking about your mentors and, you know, how your dad wrote your first song. Like mm-hmm. what were the people like that inspired you? Like what were their traits that really pushed you to go forward? Oh man. My like my mom and my dad are go-getters like they they see something and they're gonna do it they're gonna do it come rain or shine Mm. it's happening and for me for me that was it's still a huge thing like in my family (laughs) i am one of those i will wake up today like you know i want to drive a plane (laughs) and believe it or not before you see i'm gonna be a pilot like it doesn't matter how i get there i'm doing Mm. it and my mom is a very spiritual woman she's very prayerful and see like i don't know how she does it i mean talk about pentecostals that pray this woman wake up any hours of the night and she has her kids she's praying for her kids and she's i'm like man this is a lot of work because i like my Mm. sleep you know and you you're looking at these things and like but this is the thing that has been able to sustain them and just that teaches diligence it teaches um, persistence and dedication to something and you if you don't have those and you wouldn't most people won't even think about it in that way but if you don't have those characteristics you will not be able to stick to anything and for me my mentors have always been i mean imperfection oh my goodness like my pastor reverend thomas he's a like everything has to be done 
in order in straight and and because of that it's a like i call it a spirit of excellence because literally because of that it's something that even with my concerts even with my events Mm -hmm. if if i this this is how i see the vision this is how i want it best believe this is how it's happening and it needs to be top notch because i can't give out you can only give out excellence like it makes no sense to give out mediocre why would i put in the work to put out mediocre sure you know so for me these type of things are things that i have learned and i have taken and i'm like wow so in my art even when i'm singing vocally yeah you learn to sing better um writing songs you get it edited you work with different people writing music you have to get it together putting together an, an event a concert like all these things that play a role into creating the finished product starts from those being dedicated start from those persistence start from being driven you know goal oriented and setting your eye on a vision and knowing this is what i want and getting it and when you fall knowing when to ask for help because we can't do it by ourselves yeah Yeah. and knowing when to ask for help and these are these are certain things that i mean i with those around me that i've seen i'm like wow yeah this is what's going to be make me successful, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Would you say your pa- I mean your pastor's leadership skill like type is yours? Would you say that's e- how you are? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um I think maybe he's a bit more on the strict side than I am. <laughs> but actually to it depends on the situation, but we're very much I would say we're very much alike cuz we we like things done a certain way. Um we can micromanage. I'm I can be very I can make a manage what I what I want things because sometimes you you have a vision you have a thing how you want it done and it's not like you don't trust those around you but sometimes you're like you know what I, I'm used to having my hand in it right so right so uh, let's get it but uh yeah our our leadership styles are, are very similar I mean I'm I'm so I'm learning from him so it, you tend to pick up the same tendencies oh yeah for <laughs> sure yeah so yeah pretty similar it's funny that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) yeah um that's great yeah so your parents were did they do the same thing that you did when you when they were um younger yes so they they loved music but they didn't go into singing but we are a musical family i mean if you we sang in the choir my dad always liked the arts and he drew a little bit so we do have artistic abilities literally so my younger sister dances my younger brother dances and raps so it's like one of those things where we we do have that artistic uh gene i guess trait Mm -hmm. in our family so yeah that's conducive oh my gosh that's so cool because i yeah my little sister is also very artistic so that's interesting to see how it's like passed on so how would you say your siblings impacted your artistry if at all that's a good question you know it pushes you to um it pushes you to show the importance of dedication and setting goals and achieving it because so my sister doesn't or my brothers they they don't want to go in well my brother would like to do rap more but my sister doesn't want to go into dancing like as a full-time thing but to see that once again those characteristics that wow yeah like sometimes i have conversations with my brother and he's like you know the fact that you're out here you have your cd you have your album like it pushes them like all right you know that means this is something that i'm able to do in whatever capacity whether it's in music whether it's in 
skateboard nobody skateboards i'm just using it as an example okay. <laughs> whether it's bungee jumping well no nobody should be yeah. bungee jumping <laughs> okay. but like whatever it is that they want to do the fact that they see that yeah their older sister is there and is able to do it it, it gives them a sense of pride like when i released my album my brother posted it on it yeah my sister just released her album oh, you better nice. check it out and you know my younger sister she's always looking out for gigs and looking out for things so she helps book some of those you know once in a while so they all have a hand in it to just try to see it successful in their own way and like i said it, it it's a motivate they're a motivation because if i do something and i don't succeed and obviously, success means different things to different people. Absolutely. But if I do something and I don't succeed, I give up. I think that's the only way I wouldn't be able to succeed if I give up. Okay. Then it tells them that, well, you know, whatever you kind of start, you you probably won't be able to finish. So might as well not start it, sure. which is not what you want to okay. set. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how do you stick to your goals then? Because you're so goal oriented. So I'm a I'm a avid writer. I write a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I used to write short stories, but right now as I got older, one of the things is I write I know you've heard of vision board. Well, have you heard of vision boards and things like that? Yes, I have. So I do a little variation of that where um like every beginning of the year usually like, you know, we have there's some prayer topics you or things that you want to happen in the beginning of the year you, or for the rest of the year you pray about it and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I will write down the things that I want to see in that year. I have a huge chalkboard and I keep it in my room. Ooh. And I'll write it up throughout the year. So I have a theme for the beginning of the year. This is the theme for what I want for my life this year. Mm. These are the goals or these are the prayer topics or these are the things that I want to happen in my life. right? Mm-hmm. And as each day comes you know, you hear often people talk about, you know, speaking things or you stand in the mirror and you talk about, oh, I'm, I'm going to be good today. I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Speak it into speak existence. Speak it into existence. Yes. I, I do that. So sometimes they, I'll be there. Maybe I'm having a really, really tough time. Right. And I'll walk past like it's on my wall. So. All right, fine. I'll read it. But when you're reading it, you are actually speaking it. Mm-hmm. And it gives you it when you. The Bible says, write the vision or, and make it plain. So when you have a goal for something, that's why even in the secular, like in the world, you notice a lot of people tell you to write things down. Sure. It's essential. Because when you see it, you can forget about it. 20 years later, right, going through and you're like, oh, my God, this is this. Let me do back and start working on it. So when you write yeah. something, you've given yourself the ability to be able to start seeing it. When you see it, you, you have more of a push to work towards it. Right. Mm. So that's what I do. I write it down. It's huge on my board. All right. This year, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. This is where I'm going. I say a prayer about it every day. I keep myself checked once in a while. When I veer off a couple of months or so and I've gotten complacent, I walk past. I'm like, oh, dang, you're still up here. All right. Mm -hmm. Let me get back to work. So all those things are very important. Secondly, surround yourself with people who are able to push you in whatever goals you have. Mm. I have a very strong core and network of, uh, you know, men and women who mentor and help and push and they'll check, hey, how's it going? How are you with this? 
what's the update on this and sometimes even thinking and you see them moving on in their life doing their things it pushes you because you know you don't want to get left behind you're like no we can't <laughs> we got to be rich together like <laughs> you know so we you know we want to take trips together we want to be able to do this. so surrounding yourself with good um mentors I use the word mentors because friends can be mentors without them having that label. Mm. But mentors are people who are be able to help you speak things into your life, help um, guide you in one way or another, right? You know, I'm sure you may have friends who are like that. Hey, what's going on with this? How's this coming along? Mm-hmm. It's ex- it's important and it keeps you focused on your goal. Really does. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah. And hmm, this is so great. Um, What is your... Ex- interaction with your audience i'm very i can be very personal with people and um i think it goes back to like i said i was i was very shy i'm like i mean even now i'm actually Mm -hmm. pretty shy person but people Mm -hmm. think i'm lying when (laughs) i tell them that yeah sure okay but the truth is the only way um i can mask my shyness is by being myself because I don't know if that makes sense, but, and I'll elaborate. Sure. When, I'm, when I'm myself, I don't have to work that hard to mm-hmm. be something I'm not. So when, I'm, when I interact with my audience, literally, I, I'm the same way I am now. So I joke around, I talk about things, and, you know, we share stories, we sing songs, and I ask them, hey, come along and sing this song with me if you know uh-huh. it. So that way you give them time to connect with you. Like if I'm leading worship, you know, I'll be singing a song and there's, maybe there's a line or there's a thing. You now sometimes I'll just stop the music and just let the congregation or just let the audience go ahead and sing. And that way mm. now they feel like, wow, we, we're doing this together. You know, we got <laughs> this. Yeah, you know, yeah. And it's a good feeling. It creates a community and it creates an atmosphere that people want to be in. A, an atmosphere where they can be free, whether they know how right. to sing or not, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Having an audience like is really cool like um how do you get over that like nervousness i don't know like um like you're a performer that's you really i don't know about other people let me tell you there have been events that i have hyperventilated right before and i'm like oh my and it's it's not even like new people these are people i sing to all the time wow yeah sometimes it hits you and you're like dang wow today was rough but you get up there and as soon as you know for some people and maybe it's like for some people it's like drawing as soon as they get that brush it's like oh it just clean out everything like Mm -hmm. clear out everything or like a dancer as soon as that music goes in their ear they completely forget so for me as soon as i get the mic no matter how no matter how nervous i get before I always like God, you know, call me because I don't know what's going on. I'm shaking. <laughs> but as soon as I get the mic, for it's like I, I don't know what happens. It's like you become a whole different person. Like it just washes away. If it makes yeah. sense, it just kind of it's like now I'm in my comfort zone. So mm. I'm, I'm in my comfort zone. Like I can't be right. scared anymore. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So that's that's what it is. Once it becomes your comfort zone, it's it's what helps me a lot. Wow. So growing up was that something you grew out of or was it kind of like always every time you were on stage was it like no completely different it it was different every time because there are different levels to it so as you grew older as i grew older rather um people interacted differently with the way i sang uh 
you know, when you're younger, you're singing songs. Oh, wow, she has such a nice voice. Mm-hmm. And then you're older and you do things a bit different. You prepare differently. Mm-hmm. And then now you're singing. And after you, you have people coming up to you like, I, I had not stepped foot in church in 20 years. This was my first time. You, you got me back to the place where I feel at peace. Wow. And these are and and you sit down. You're like in awe. Sometimes you're like, "What did I do?" You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, <laughs> I remember one of the very fr- um, one of the very first uh, songs I sang at you know my church that I go to now. And I just use I use church community a lot because that you're constantly there every Sunday. So I I perform at different places constantly, right? But it it's different everywhere but when you're with people that you're with they know you personally right Mm -hmm. they know you're good and you're bad and they're able to look at it but i remember the one of the first songs i sang the name of the song is called give me you by um shana wilson and i remember i had my eyes closed and i opened my eyes for a second and i looked around the room and literally everybody was just crying on the floor like laid down on the floor and then i closed my eyes again because i'm like wait i'm uh, like in the middle you know you're having your thoughts and things and after people were like for months like it became the song like everybody's like you sing the song i can't get it out of like that's what started happening with my singing where any song it is that i sing they'll be like i can't get it out of my head and even if they've heard the song before there's like something about it that just keeps resonating Mm -hmm. and i feel at peace and i feel good i feel loved and i feel free like i just feel that and and it's different so because of that like you it changes you know because you realize it no longer you have a message right it's no longer just about coming there to sing but there's a message right you're changing lives out here this is amazing oh my gosh i could only wish to oh my gosh to impact people that way Oh, but that's wonderful. You never know, though. You never know the people that are listening. You never know because not everybody okay. comes up to you. It's okay. just that as singers, I think we we get that opportunity where they'll come up. Oh, you sang this song and it really touched me or mm-hmm. and. But you, you don't know who you're impacting. You never know. I think some of the most <laughs> some of the most. Life changing stories that you hear or you are the ones you don't hear from mm-hmm. of people that you have impacted. So I think definitely this that you have going, you never know who's listening. You never know who this becomes their comfort zone where right. this is what they're listening to as they're going and they're like, yeah, I can't wait till next week or I can't wait. You never know. So, so yeah. true. Wow. Wow, that's breathtaking, really. Just having that impact on your audience and just that emotional connection is really strong um so you've worked with a few artists correct yes so how do those collaborations work do you work with them on music do you work for them with them like on stage exclusively yeah so uh some people it's stage um others it's with music uh and it it all sometimes you just you just find yourself in positions and you're like oh 
I guess we can do this together, you know, and sometimes it's intentional, sometimes it's accidental. I mean, music is one of those things like, all right, like you allow it to be free and it just works and it does its own thing. So, uh, some, you know, like right now I am working, my manager is setting up something with a few artists that recording some things with so it comes in about different ways sometimes it's we meet at events and hey you know mm-hmm. you sang this oh, i love this you know you did this and it was great and this and that and all of that it's just connecting networking and just you create friendships and you know you're like you know i liked this was really good let's let's work together on stage and create something or you know maybe we can do this song together so it's a little bit of everything yeah nice Wow, that's so great. I love collaborations with just good artists. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we're just about wrapping up. So is there anything you'd like to tell us? Like any final concluding thoughts? Anything, really anything. I'd love to hear mm-hmm. anything you have to say. Just, you know, I, I know for me, I'm here and I'm talking about, you know, Christian music and I'm talking about this and that. But the truth is, you know, a lot of us, carry the same purpose and a lot of us have the same goals and ambitions just Mm -hmm. expressed in different ways all you can do is be yourself like i can't say that enough in this day and age all we can do is be yourself Mm -hmm. be authentic take the time to know who you are like take the time to understand you take self-care is important Mm -hmm. it goes a long way mental care is important it goes a long way and know that you are not alone and everything they're doing you are not alone because it comes it it, it becomes really tough when you're trying to achieve a goal and things don't always go the way we want them yeah we talk about the glory days but we hardly talk about the struggles behind the scene to make sure that all right i'm striving i'm checking this i'm doing this how do i make it like how this person seems to be making it on social media or out in the world Mm -hmm. taking that time to know yourself is very very important and this i'll say this because this is something that even me personally i never had to deal with before but it's been coming up quite frequently now in my thought process and i figured i'll share is do not compare yourself Mm. you are not made in the same dna as somebody else absolutely you're not driving in the same lane you're not using the same car do not compare yourself it is essential especially those of us in the arts it is important. Oh, yes. It is important with social media. And, you know, because you look at it, and you're like, hey, how did they get that video like that? Or, geez, how did they take that picture like that? You know, sometimes I model a little bit. I'm like, oh, I, I wish my page looked like this. But you got to sit down. You got to realize, no, because they're not they're not walking the same journey that I am. Absolutely. I'm seeing things differently than somebody else. So it's really, really, really important to understand that. And that's the only thing I have to say. Wow, beautiful message to end on. Thank you so very much. And that's all, folks. Thank you for joining Lakiara and I today. I really loved having her as my first guest. If you want more, please check us out at our Instagram, People Save the World Podcast, or on your preferred podcast listening platform. We'll see you next time.